This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello there, folks, and thank you for listening. I'm Nate. And I'm Joanna. And we are Stranger Than, a podcast discussing unsolved mysteries, weird occurrences, misunderstood phenomena, and creepy happenings. As always, the Stranger Than podcast logo art is brought to you by Cthulhu Art. The link will be in the show notes. Today, we're talking about the the end end of of the the world. world. It's an idea that's been around for pretty much as long as we've been around. Yep, ever since we were self-aware and knowing that we inhabited a place, it's like, when, when is that going to end? When is this life going to be taken away from me? How long do we have? This is one of those universal ideas that every religion has, just like floods and giants. I mean, it's just kind of general knowledge, even if you don't believe that the world is going to end because of a religious prophecy. Every scientist in the world will agree that, yeah, it's going to come to an end one way or another. Yep. There's going to be some cataclysmic event that will end all life on Earth and possibly the Earth in its entirety. Everything that is must eventually not be. The sun's eventually going to burn out and that Mm -hmm. will be a bit of a damper on us. I would say that's probably one of the ones that's the longest out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's like if something else doesn't kill all life on Earth prior to that, that's the one that will eventually do it for sure. But that's so far out. That's like there may well be several different species mm -hmm. of sentient life forms on the planet before that happens. Right. And And probably will be. Right. And. But then there's other scenarios that may still be lifetimes away that are more likely to happen prior to the fact that eventually the light's going to go off. Right. And that has nothing to do with religion at all. Right. That's just a... That's just just shit that happens. Just shit that happens, um, you know, every 10 million years or 100 million years, what have you. We are actually on the verge of... A possible Earth ending event, which would be the rapture, which is not grounded in science at all. No, ma'am, it is not. Put that out there. (laughs) But not science. Tomorrow is, well, we're recording this. um, Tomorrow is Sunday, April 1st, which is Easter. Also, April Fool's Day. But also, it's going to be Passover, and that very rarely happens where. Passover and Easter are on the same day because it's kind of like a shifting date. So Passover was when they painted the blood over their doors so that this angel of death would not kill the firstborn son in those houses, I believe, right? Right. And that's still like celebrated in Judaism today. Yeah, it's a very yeah. big it's a very big thing. That's a thing out of Moses. Oh, not out of Moses, but you know, the Ten Commandments and the story of Moses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the Bible it's not called the Ten Commandments in the Bible. What did it What's like the first story of Moses is Exodus or the first story of the I'm not sure which one the first of Moses is me neither. But nevertheless, I I watch the Ten Commandments every year when I'm packing my Easter baskets, not because I really put a huge amount of importance into Passover, but it's just a thing. Just a movie that you watch. It's just an old movie. That's a classic. Charlton Heston. It's like when I like Christmas Eve, I always watch It's a Wonderful Life when I'm up late stubbing stockings and doing last minute gift wrapping i'm not sure i've actually ever seen it's a wonderful life i know oh big God. shock it's so fucking good yeah I big shock seen. yeah with your fucking lack of movie prowess oh my gosh i have and watch i watch a lot of <laughs> movies it's just not the ones that you watch apparently yeah well like some movies are classics and you just have to watch them it's a wonderful life and it's a wonderful life is one of them and so is the ten commandments because i think it's just pretty fucking cool I don't think I've seen all of that either, but, you know, I do recall them playing it on television and catching some of it. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I think the Ten Commandments is like, hey, here's the very first look at Moses. But anyone like reading kind of the Old Testament, it's it's a little bit crazy, like after the Ten Commandments part. Yeah, shit (laughs) tends to go a little bit downhill for him. Right. Or at least (laughs) it seems so. It seems so. And he's just, uh, yeah. I know that. 
just a little bit hardcore about shit. I want to see what, like, you know, what's what's going on with Moses and his wife and their family life when he's writing Leviticus. What, you know, what's going on then? Yeah, I think dealing I'd with... I'd like the, to know that. <laughs> it seems like almost a different God between the Old Testament and New Testament because dealing with that old Jewish God seemed like to be a real pain in the ass. Right. He was constantly fucking with people like, oh, you really love me? Let me fuck up your life for a little while. See, I like that. Just to prove a point to this asshole that I kicked mm-hmm. out of heaven. Yeah. So it seems like he was a, a little very bit mean, more younger, mischievous, more of an old school version of, you know, the different deities that different religions have worshipped. Right. A little bit more Greek in the, the ways he acted, not quite so New, New Testament. Testament. Yeah. Being all nice and shit. Although with the New Testament and what, you know, is supposedly upon us, which is the rapture, uh, who does the the Revelations thing? We'll talk a little bit about Revelation here. It's the only apocalyptic text in the New Testament, and an apocalyptic text is a document that details the author's visions of the end of the world, normally revealed by a heavenly messenger, an angel, or some other godly thing. There's tons of these texts associated with Christianity, however, most of them are non-canonical. The Old Testament apocalypses are mostly just passages, so you've got some passages in Daniel 7-12 through 12 that are apocalyptic, but not mm-hmm. like the whole book. The book of Revelation was written by John the Apostle. He was, I believe, the youngest apostle. He was hanging out with Jesus. and So he was like a disciple of Jesus. Yeah, he was He was one of the guys hanging out with Jesus. He was like one of Jesus' like 12 pals or something. How many yeah, did he have? Yeah. 12, 12, I think it was. Yeah. Did that include Judas? Yeah. That included all of them. That fucking betrayer. Well, kind of. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it that... Jesus had to die and someone had to betray him. Maybe he thought Judas was the only man strong enough to actually betray someone he loved like that. Maybe no one else he thought could actually do the job or maybe they wouldn't do the job. Yeah, or maybe it was because Judas is like a big dick. Maybe. It could be too. It's hard to tell in something that was written a thousand (laughs) years after the events. Well, maybe not a thousand years, but hundreds of years after the events actually happened. Right. Nevertheless, though. At any rate, John was... John seems to think that some pretty severe things are going to happen to non-believers. Oh, yes. He was in exile on a small-ass island of Patmos, which is in the Aegean Sea, which is a part of Greece, around 85 to 95 CE. Now, this is a small island, so it's 13 square miles or 34 square kilometers. Not not a lot going on. Doesn't seem that way. No. The book Seems of like Re- one could go maybe a little fucking crazy. A little. Being a isolated little, like that, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, I think Maybe so. that's where now, some of these visions... There was probably other people on the island as well, but I, not a lot of people. It's not a big place. The book of Revelation is a warning of the final judgment to be endured by the non-believers and the return and subsequent triumph of Jesus. More like the return and subsequent triumph of terminator jesus yeah no shit which is why i just have a little bit of problem with so many christians taking this like they take this fucking seriously some of them yeah everything else in the new testament kind of says like the opposite about jesus like cure a leper here turn the other cheek there right he's a total pacifist he says that we should pray for our enemies that god's love is for everyone and this is actually kind of one of the reasons he was crucified, why people did not like what he had to say, because he left out what's known as like the vengeance clause, where basically you're like, yeah, if you follow me and make me your fucking king or whatever, president, who knows, everything for you guys that believed in me is going to be awesome. But not only are you going to have like the awesomest things ever, but anyone who has wronged you or anyone you love all your enemies, non-believers, anyone that you just don't fucking like, basically, fucking total persecution for them. We're going to make them miserable. We're going to take vengeance upon them. And they their lives are going to suck and they are going to be punished for whatever they did to offend you. So he purposely left that out because that wasn't his thing. Yeah. And people didn't like that. It's proof that people have never really liked hippies. Right. People did not like that. They didn't. They did, it wasn't just enough that like... God's love is like this great gift to, that you're being given. It was like, what do you mean? Like, this is for our enemies. What do you mean we should pray for them? Like, no, like, no, no, this no, no, is, no, no, this, no, Like, wait a second. No. 
We want the fire and fucking brimstone. Exactly. Yeah. Fire and brimstone. And that's basically what this uh, rapture and the what the Book of Revelations is prophesizing is supposed to happen. And that's just like, that just doesn't make any fucking sense. In a way it does. It's it's a weird thing. I'll, I've got a brief rundown of the Book of Revelation here. First is about Jesus needing some seals, seven seals, to open a book. As each seal is broken, except for the fifth, humanity gets to be judged. After the seventh seal is broken, seven angels with seven trumpets, see a pattern here? Mm-hmm. Will unleash another bunch of judgments that'll all be shitty. The sixth trumpet will kill off a third of the population of Earth. Those left over, according to John, are not repenting still. After the seals are broken, the end is near, Satan knows this. Stuff about the Antichrist, blah blah. Now, after the seventh trumpet, seven angels, each with a bull, filled with plagues show up and they pour these plagues on the earth during the seventh bowl being poured on earth which is hail that falls from the heavens mankind still does not repent (gasps) that fucking mankind and instead talks even more shit about god because they're pissed about how shitty the hail is all this stuff is just a demonstration of god and his wrath against the earth that refuses to repent then john goes into hell being eternal and how fantastically shitty it is and how all unbelievers will be in this eternally shitty place forever. Then the false prophet and the Antichrist get tossed into the lake of fire, and Jesus reigns for a thousand years. After that a thousand years, the devil gets tossed into the lake. Uh, They also be sure to note that the Antichrist and false prophet are still in the lake, and they're not having an overly good time. Well, it doesn't seem like it would be a very good time in the lake of fire. No, not like a just a spa sort of thing it's Mm-mm. it's not a hot tub Mm-mm. it is a hot tub but it's a yeah like, like a, a molten tub a molten yeah. burning inferno that apparently will like never kill you well after all this happens god makes a new heaven a new earth and a new jerusalem and there's no longer crying or pain or mourning or death only those whose names are in the book of life will be able to hang out there and jesus is going to be sitting on god's throne Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, instead of like, oh, hey, let me help the lepers and stuff, he's going to be like, um, no, you're not <laughs> on the list. That. Evangelical and fundamentalist Christians are the ones that believe in the rapture. Yeah, it's like this fucking guy I listen to on YouTube. And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, are you serious? Because <laughs> he was trying, like, he was going through all the dates where the rapture was allegedly going to happen oh my God. including why like it might be happening like fucking tomorrow right of course i'm not holding my breath yeah i'm not gonna do anything different i'm gonna hang out with my friends i'm gonna stuff easter eggs i'm gonna watch the fucking 10 commandments but yeah like he was also saying like oh, oh it could happen in all these future dates which apparently isn't beyond like 2033 right right but well, of course of course that tends to be kind of like a, a shifting one but yeah just the the some of the hardcore christians are super just like yeah this is totally going to happen he's like i don't understand why anyone would not believe this i'm like <laughs> um huh okay then <laughs> all right the rapture is when jesus comes to earth and all the saved alive and dead change into their spiritual bodies and rise to heaven then Jesus leads an army to kill off a lot of the people left behind on religious beliefs. So he's going to kill off anyone who's not Christian and still down there. Apparently, the number he's going to kill is going to be around 2 billion. After all of this, Jesus will start judging people and sending them up to hell or, nope, sorry, up to heaven or down to hell. <laughs> well, I, I guess it maybe it just all depends on your perspective of that's, it. Okay? That's true. At this point, with super selective Jesus, I'm not sure I'd want to hang in heaven with like the I people know. he's going to it save. It may be kind of an uncomfortable place. Yeah, it'd just be, yeah. If I understand it correctly, the idea of the rapture is from an interpretation of a passage in the book of Revelation. The verse is not always interpreted the same in different denominations of Christianity. Lutherans, for example, don't believe in the rapture as we just described. Apparently, these divergences are caused by the word rapture itself. The English word comes from the Latin verb caught up, and the different ways of looking at it come from believing it as either being used literally or figuratively. That's pretty much where this idea of rapture comes from. Apparently, it doesn't actually... I am like in the opposite of rapture as I'm trying to quietly pick up my notes that I've... Keep dropping. Dropped for like 8,000 times. Another one just dropped. We need to get you one That's of those. That's what's going on. One of those pillows that have the hard surface on top. A lap desk. Yes. That's what they're called. I'm gonna, My I'm, girls have one. I'm buying you a lap desk. They're pretty cheap on Amazon, some of them. 
I can get one. I was just trying to make it so there weren't a bunch of creeks and what have you to yeah. cut out. That's fine. We're going to talk about it because instead. Because my fucking notes keep like just... We need a lap desk. I'm getting you a lap desk. All right. All right. In other mythology, we have the Norse myths of Ragnarok. This is the death of all the gods and basically everything. What happens is there is a three-year winter and then a battle on Vigrid Plain. This is a big old battle between the gods and the frost giants. Odin, who has tried to prevent Ragnarok in the past, leads the gods along with those from Valhalla against the frost giants. Their army has the people who didn't end up in Valhalla and some monsters. And these guys are led by Loki. Basically, everyone dies... The earth sinks, there's fire and steam, and things are pretty shitty for a while. The lands reemerge, and things begin to grow again. There was a couple humans that hid in the sacred tree. They were just there the whole time. You know, this sounds like the premise for like a really good like HBO series. Well, they did just make the movie Ragnarok. Yeah, except <laughs> none of it was like about that at all. No, not so much. I I went and saw I went and saw that, and it it's wasn't. Good. I liked it. Yeah, but there was no like frost giants and not really stuff no, like that no. that's that sounds like something kind of like out of game of thrones well that's how the norse myths are it's the frost giants are a big a big mm-hmm. part of that whole thing so it's like why isn't anyone making some really epic shows about norse myths i don't know i th- think they like, should i think they should <laughs> they're, they're too awesome. it sounds pretty cool they're, to me. they're totally awesome yeah just a few humans left trying to fucking survive and shit well, these two humans, they repopulate humanity. Oh, that's gross. It is I don't gross. think I would have that in my show. I mean, You'd have to more Game of Thrones two. goes a little too far sometimes with the whole like brother and sister fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not only the show, but of course the book series too. Oh, yeah, and definitely. It's just like, ah. Like, I don't want to hear any more about Cersei and what's his fuck fucking. Yeah. yeah. It's just that's, gross. That's, we've had enough. Yeah. In addition to these two people who are repopulating humanity, there's also some children of the gods that have survived. The gods Baldur and Hoder are brought back from the dead, and it begins a new era. It doesn't really have much to do with humans. They just sort of get caught in the crossfire. But yeah, how cool is that? But that's a pretty that's a pretty cool story. I mean, not to like actually like be in, but oh, to no. make a story about yeah. like, hey, yeah. except for the fact where it's just two of them repopulating. Right, but that's... There needs to be a few more. Yeah, and that's that's part or of the thing. Or it could be like of, after the repopulation a little bit, and nobody just has to know that it all started with two fucking people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, also fucking a lot of Christians believe that that's how it fucking happened. I know, like just Adam, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, and that's like, okay, that's really sick. Like, Yeah, if you really think about it, what would humans have been if we weren't all horribly, horribly, horribly inbred? yeah. Maybe they looked completely different than we do, and that was God's actual image, and not the one that we have. We're just, you know, the inbred, disgusting. Yeah, maybe they look like more like you know the uh, the, the of newer of aliens fucking... thing. You know, those fucking like huge muscle men. Oh yeah, the, yeah. What is it, the, the... That's what humans look yeah, like. Pro- that's what the giants are. The giants are what humans were supposed to look like. Right. That's right. That's okay though. I'm okay with how I look. Yeah, it's fine. I'm all right with it. I'm glad I'm not like a human from like. 10,000 years ago where I was like a lot hairier and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's we're all glad you're not hairier, Joanna. Yeah. (laughs) The Hopi, who we talked about in our Hollow Earth episode, the Native American tribe, they're the ones with the spider grandmother. Many of their elders believe that this is the final days of the fourth world. There are prophecies that say basically there will be a World War III It'll likely start in the Middle East. They believe it'll start in the Middle East because of the passage in the Book of Hopi that states that the war will be started by those who first received the light. So the light meaning civilization. It's thought, anyway. The United States will get completely wasted by atomic bombs. Only the Hopi and their homeland will not be destroyed. And now this is going to be where the refugees flee to. Not to fear, however. After the shittiness, the Fifth World will be born. This world will be a pretty nice place. Humanity will be in peace and they will be living harmoniously with nature. Mm, I can't wait. Sounds nice. (laughs) In Zoroastrianism, Zoroastrianism is the ancient Following of Zoro? (laughs) No. But that would (laughs) be cool. Because that's what it sounds like. No, it's an ancient. That would be a cool religion. I want to fucking just like, you know, Zoro is my god. The big Z. Okay. The big Z. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it's actually a, one of the oldest religions. It was came around in the 3rd or 5th century BCE. Uh, it's one of the ancient Persian state religions. 
In this belief, the Messiah appears and resurrects all the dead people. All the resurrected people and all the people who have yet to die get to swim through this river of molten metal. Those who make it down the river are saved and earth becomes heaven and they live as immortals in perfect harmony. Those who are wicked and the devil burn up in the river and are just obliterated. Mm, sucks for them. It, it does. Or, or not. Or it depends, not. It depends what you're looking for. The Quran actually doesn't say much about end times at all. It does give some signs that are supposed to indicate the coming of the end. And it's things like wars and Muslims fighting against themselves. Hmm. But, you know, <laughs> that's just kind of the way of the world. Right. So, that's, that's mostly like, like humans just humaning. Yes, pretty much. We've got a few stories of other end of the world things here. Mm-hmm. Remember Y2K? Yes, I remember Y2K. Yep. Yeah, end of the last millennium, there was that scare that the computers would have fatal errors and this would result in missiles being launched, bank systems crashing, and the downfall of society. They were concerned with this because the way the computers stored the year data was a, was the problem. There was It was just programmed for two decimal points. So right, instead so of 1990, it was just 90. Yeah. And apparently it was a pretty big problem for computers to think it was 1900. Society did not collapse. It did not. Everything was fine for the most part. I partied hard. Some slot machines in Delaware stopped working. Hmm. Uh, the U.S. Naval Observatory, which is what keeps the United States official time, showed the date as 1 January 19,100. Hmm. In the U.K., 154 women were sent incorrect assessments for risk of Down syndrome in their fetuses. And this resulted in two abortions, and I think four women had children that had Down syndrome when they were in a low-risk group. Hmm. Well, I mean, that stuff just doesn't happen anyways that had to do specifically with Y2K? It was, yeah, it, was, it had something to do with incorrectly calculating ages. Weird. Yeah, yeah. There was a few other things that happened that weren't really of any note. Just weird, wacky, random things. And then, of course, there's 2012. Man, 2012 was kind of like, oh, it was like every other fucking day the goddamn world was going to end. Oh, man. It's like they couldn't decide why. Most of it was centered around the Mayan calendar. And it's funny because the Mayans never predicted an end of the world thing no, at all. No, there was like <laughs> nothing about it being the end at all. It was like a calendar and it worked kind of like an odometer. It was like a rolling set of numbers right so it's just supposed they, to start over at the beginning right yeah. and the beginning allegedly was 5100 something years ago i think it would have been like august of what like 3114 bce so a little while ago yeah, yeah a little bit ago and apparently the numbers read as 13 zero 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 and the next time that that set of numbers rolled up again was December 21st, 2012. Right. But at that point, it was like, it was just going to kind of like renew. Yeah, that's, it was, yeah, but people it was took never it to be meant to be like thing. an end time. And they made that fucking movie. Mm-hmm. 2012. Which, shocking. <laughs> didn't see it. I didn't see that one either, actually. It was never even meant to be that way, but it was like a big thing. And people still say stuff about it, but obviously it's yeah, been a while since 2012. It's been uh, six years, so. Yep, nothing's happened yet, and it's been pretty well debunked, but at the same time, it's like you can, like, not, you can, like, talk people out of it. No, they were they were sure it was going to happen. Right. And it's like, no, no, it, it freaking ends. It's the most accurate thing ever, and it's going to fucking end at December 21st, 2012. And they're right. The calendar did end then. Right. It's kind of like but our calendar. Like, you know, hey, ours ends every, like, December 31st. Yeah, you're going to free. Is it the end our of the calendar? world? Yeah, no. Or is that back to January fucking 1st? Back to January fucking 1st. Exactly. Yeah. Like a yeah. new set of time, and they just happen to be kind of like on a longer range thing than, like, one or, like, 12 month calendar. But again, it was all about a renewal. Not yep, yep. the end. Exactly. And it wasn't it didn't didn't stop at the Mayan calendar ending. There's supposed to be gravitational catastrophes, alien invasion, solar flares. It was Oh yeah, solar flares were a big thing in two thousand twelve. It was a frightening time to be alive, Joanna, but we persevered. We did persevere. We even persevered through what was it, two thousand seventeen nine twenty three, two thousand seventeen. That was when we were supposed to collide with uh, Nibiru. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that planet that doesn't yeah, fucking exist. Planet but, X. Yeah, but everyone insisted it did and that the government was just hiding yeah, oh, it yeah. from us. But then 
And I mean, I'm not one to say that the government doesn't hide shit from us or the Smithsonian. But... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That, that was <laughs> damn Smithsonian. Most scientists agreed that if there was actually another planet plummeting toward us, that we were going to crash, like people would be able to fucking see it. Oh, yeah. It would actually you be would like. You'd be able to look up and say, yeah, a planet. There's that planet that's fucking coming for us. You can see the moon, right? It would be like the fucking Death Star off in the distance. That's no planet. That's no planet. That's no moon. That's a space station. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much what the deal would be if that were actually going to happen. And clearly it didn't because there we're was no here. fucking planet. 2018. We're still here. Hey, guys. Yep. 1666 is also a date that was expected to be a significant one. Biblical scholars at the time put this together using certain numbers found in the Bible and like six, six, six. And yes. And putting them <laughs> through mathematical formulas of some sort. I think it was something like it's been a thousand years since Jesus was born, plus the number of the beast being six, six, six. And that's how they came up with 1666. Well, there's some brilliant minds back then, much yeah. as there are today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was the Great London Fire in September that destroyed 80 percent of London. Uh, was that in 1666? It, it was in September of 1666. But wouldn't you just imagine that there was a lot of years where like bad shit happened? <laughs> yeah, but that was the only really thing that happened that year. Right. I mean, 13,000 I mean, houses were destroyed and eight people died, but that's hardly the end of the world. No, yeah. that's not even at all close. Uh, other dates got tossed around. A thousand, you know, that's a thousand years after Jesus was born. A thousand thirty three, which is a thousand years after Jesus died. 1284 CE, which was 666 years after Islam rose. This was predicted by Pope Innocent III and just a shitload of other Right. Dates. I mean, it just kind of keeps changing. You just kind of keep changing the scenario to fit whatever year is coming up so that you can like push your fucking agenda. Yep. Is uh, what it is in a nutshell. Like much like it's like, oh, 2012, 2017. Now, hey, supposedly the rapture might happen tomorrow. Yeah. April 1st, 2018. I mean, so I guess if you are listening to this podcast, since it won't be posted till the following Sunday, you'll know that it probably didn't happen because Nate and I would definitely be condemned to hell. I yes. can tell you that much. Yes. Or, well, it'll still, well, with Rapture, they just are bringing all the holy up and there's oh, a series right, of Oh, right. That's right. So we, we would actually be gone. So, so we'd still be here. So the podcast is coming out, Rapture or no? It, that's true. I guess I hadn't thought about that. Because we'll I, still be around to like upload it and exactly, everything because exactly. we'll be sinners yes. and left on the earth. We'll be awaiting our fate. We will be. And in the meantime, we will continue with Stranger Than podcast. We'll we'll post an update to the Facebook if that is the case. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll let you know if it's, you know, our regular podcast plus the rapture. But I'm guessing a lot of you will just know anyways. Yeah, probably. Maybe probably a lot be of you. Maybe common not. Knowledge I don't if, know. If it happens. I don't think we'll need to. We'll, I don't think we need to be the ones to alert anyone that no, this is going no, on. No, that's We're not journalists. <laughs> People also believed, for instance, that the world was ending when the Black Plague was decimating Europe. I would believe that if I was living back oh, when yeah. the fucking plague was going on. And that any was number of things. Fucked up shit. It's like, that's one of the big events anyways that may actually take us out because, I mean, that almost fucking right. did. Yeah, it, it took close. out a significant amount of the world's population. Imagine something happening on that scale today. The amount of people, it would be, it would be crazy it would be crazy the amount, amount like of a people third that are of the dead, world's population dying that would be what two point like Ooh, seven even, billion people yeah so i can guarantee you if something's going on where 2.7 billion people uh it would be were dying or had died it would be huge and there would be a lot of fucking crazies out there thinking that it was the end of the world and it, and would, it would seem kind so of seem that way anyways because you just wouldn't know when it was going to stop yeah i mean they had no idea like oh it's only going to last this many years and then suddenly it's just going to go away which is kind of what happened. And it, and it happened, but it came through several times. It did. Yeah. It, it kind of came it Not came as bad went, as that one time. Though. Not as bad as that one time. Yeah, that one and, time that everyone... Right. And that's a lot... And, and you also, got that going on, and you have no idea, like, how long is this going to last? Is this, this going to keep going to, like, everyone on Earth is going to fucking die? Right, right. I had a dream about that the other night, almost. Like, it wasn't, like, a plague, but it was, like, everyone was, like, dying in their sleep. Weird. I was, like, one of the last people left, and I was just kind of, like, waiting around, like, oh, like... Now there's no internet service. Now there's no telephone service. It's slowly shutting down, like as because people just can't stay awake for that long. Can't it's almost like pop people, except that you were just gonna die. It yeah, wasn't, you were yeah. gonna come back as a pop person when you fell asleep. When you fell asleep, you were, that was it, and that was just happening to everyone in the world. That's that weird. Sounds, yeah, but yeah, I mean, but then anything no, back then, I mean, 
you see a comet coat streak by, that's it's the end of times. Mm-hmm. An earthquake, a volcano, you know, whatever. A uh, fucking total solar eclipse. That's solar some fucking eclipse, crazy shit to see. A in tsunami. Yeah. All kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. The end has been predicted in the future as well. There's the American psychic Jeannie Dixon has predicted that in 2020, Jesus will return and defeat the Antichrist, Satan, and false prophet by 2037. She had also predicted the end of the world in 1962. Yes, again, funny how that just kind of changes. And there is several dates in the future that random ass people believe to be the end. There's 2129, 2239, 2280, and even as far off as 8555. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's for like the same reasons. Again, I saw when I was like looking for stuff on the Mayan calendar. Now it was like Mayan calendar 2019. Like now that was good. That's like the new end. Wow. Yeah. They just keep they just keep milking it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, oh, now it was 2019. Huh? Imagine like when 2019 comes around, it doesn't fucking happen. Like I see a pattern here. Yeah. I see oh, a pattern yeah. here with a lot of the uh, doomsday predictions when it comes to stuff like that. Definitely. Now, there are actually some things in nature that can and, uh, you know, would be likely candidates yep. to, to actually the things I think have a much higher chance of actually happening versus uh, Jesus coming back. And, oh, yeah. You know, the whole science tells us an equal number shit. of terrifying things that can happen oh my and more terrifying to me because i'm i'm like yeah this is probably way more likely to happen the oh most yeah likely one in my opinion the one i'm kind of the most afraid of is the yellowstone supervolcano oh right yeah that's a big one that is a big one that's why they call it a supervolcano yes it is a gigantic volcano that is like under the ground in yellowstone national park which here in America is most is somewhat some in Montana, but mostly in the upper left corner of Wyoming. Yeah. So. And it's a big ass park. It's insane. It's huge. There's, it is like a first national park and there's just all sorts of cool. There's old faithful, the geysers the kind of thing it's most famous for. But there's like a shit ton of shit. Animals, shitload of animals. And there's a lot of like weird geological shit there, like all its crazy colored pools. And yeah, the geysers that burst these huge clouds of steam up. And there's remember, there's like that guy that got melted. Oh, yeah. Years back. Yeah. Cause they went because they were looking for um, hot springs. He found one, kind of. Yeah, it was like a boiling hot spring of fucking acid that he fell into. Like, that was some pretty bad news for him. So, anyways, there's this giant fucking volcano, which apparently, historically, has erupted around every 700,000 years. And last erupted around 630,000 years ago. So we're kind of coming up. We're kind of coming up, but I mean, it's kind of, historically, it's like around 700,000, give or take. A hundred thousand years. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, we could be 40,000 years overdue or 60,000 years underdue. Thing There's, is, we don't know. Cause yeah, we and that's like kind of a big For humans, there. it's a yeah, big for, span. Geologically mm-hmm. speaking, it's no, not really. No, geologically, it's like nothing. We're not rocks, so. That's like but saying, you know, I'm between like 35 and 40 or something. I yeah. mean, it's like not a huge span of time there. And what happens so, if that pops its top? Yeah. What happens if this does happen during our time? Well, it's going to happen regardless, probably. But right. But whether we're around to see it or not. Yeah. That's still up for debate. But if we were, it would suck a whole lot. Let's just say that. It's going to be about the thousand times the strength of Mount St. Helens. That was some strength. In Washington yeah, State, where was we live. big boom. Mm-hmm. And it basically will affect... The entire world. Because of how much shit it puts into the atmosphere? Because how much shit it puts in the atmosphere. Uh, the volcanic ash cloud that will come from it is just going to be humongous and will basically throw us into a nuclear winter. Oh, good. So those that aren't in, like, the kill zone, which, like, consumes, like, a few different states entirely, and then there's, like, the primary ash zone and the secondary ash zone. Like, basically, most of the United States of America is kind of fucked. And probably But then Canada globally, well. worldwide... It also sucks really big From because because it'll cause like a nuclear winter. Famine. All over the, yeah, famine, crops will fail. So even if you're not in like, you don't suffocate or you're not burnt alive in an instant, 
you probably are likely to starve to death because there's going to be like no food and then it's going to be all crazy and it's going to fucking suck. It's going to totally suck. Nuclear winter is like the end scenario for like a few different things. Not only it's like, is it the super volcano that could erupt uh nuclear winter from nuclear bombs? Right. <laughs> from detonating. an actual nuclear bomb. From an That's actual true, yeah. nuclear weapon. And then an asteroid. Also, and, yeah, an asteroid. Exactly. I mean, we could go the way of the dinosaurs. I mean, it happened before, you know. Mm-hmm. In recent history, there was the Tunguska event. That's when the asteroid hit near Lake Baikal in the Soviet Union. Oh, I, yeah, that's right. That's I guess crazy. it wasn't the Soviet Union then because it was 1908, but it was in Russia. Mm-hmm. This hit hard enough to measure five on the Richter scale, and the impact results were seen as far away as the United Kingdom. The dust particles left in the atmosphere decreased the transparency of the atmosphere, also filtering sunlight, and that lasted for months. This impact is a megaton range release of energy. To put it in context, Fat Man that was dropped on Nagasaki, Japan, was measured at 20 kilotons. Right. And I guess it has to be probably at least about a mile uh, in diameter. Yeah. For it to be like a world ender. Apparently the one that fucking did in the dinosaurs was six miles wide. Which is a hell of a world ender. (laughs) Yes. And also... You can't go all fucking Armageddon on this thing. And and by Armageddon, I mean Armageddon the movie, not Armageddon the prophecy. Right. Where you go up on the asteroid and drill a hole into it and put some nuclear bombs in there and blow it up and make it split in half and miss the Earth's trajectory or whatever. Uh, No, that doesn't fucking happen according to science. They would not be able to do that. So don't get your hopes up. Yeah. Bruce Willis will not save us. Yes. If there is a giant asteroid hurtling towards Earth... We're pretty much fucked. Not a whole lot we can do about it. Just like with the super volcano. We can't do anything to like make that happen. Apparently NASA is more worried about super volcano than asteroid. Fucking A. So much that they have a few ideas out there about drilling like five miles into where this super volcano is in Yellowstone. Oh, to release pressure. To or release something? some of the pressure. Oh. Yeah. To release some of the steam and pressure. Damn. Yeah. It's fucking pretty crazy. But if you go on the National Parks website, the NPS website for Yellowstone, it's like in the Q&A. What is Yellowstone doing to prevent an eruption? And they're like, um, wow, we fucking can't, dude. Yeah. It's like if the climate changes enough that the polar caps melt, it's over then, too. It is. All climate change is huge. And people don't even seem to understand the repercussions of it. You can't grow crops. Yep. All the, right. The caps, the caps melt. Again, There's nuclear winter water. can't, you know, maybe not caused by an ash cloud because a nuclear winter is basically called a, it even when it's when it's created by an ash cloud, it drops the Earth's temperature. It makes it impossible for stuff to grow. And it, you don't have to have a giant ash cloud in order to have that same effect. Global warming can also do that. And because the polar caps will, if they melt, then that throws off the tilt of the planet. Because they no longer have those mm-hmm. heavy ass polar caps, and there's going to be more water and less land. Yeah, ocean levels rise, which means so many people are displaced. The governments are going to get increasingly more militaristic to protect mm-hmm. the dwindling land and resources. Yeah, there's civil unrest anywhere. So basically, uh, no food plus millions displaced plus civil unrest equals um, pretty fucking bad times. Yes. And I think. I'm not sure if that would slow the how the planet rotates too. I'm not sure either about that. But it would fuck I up the know I mean, very little about everything is all fucked at that point. The Earth's rotation and everything, but it is a very real scenario. Oh, and what about disease? Yeah, so like we were just saying with like the Black Plague. Yeah. I mean, there was one that almost that did a lot of people in the Spanish influenza epidemic in 1918, I believe. And with now we can travel so fast, we travel so frequently. Mm-hmm. No problem. I mean. We haven't had anything on that level since the Spanish flu. That was like the last major pandemic. We've had a few things here and there, but nothing, nothing on that scale. But, you know, it probably will happen again. It has happened historically. Well, say rabies becomes airborne. It takes about as as little as nine days in rare cases for a patient, someone who has rabies to show symptoms. Mm -hmm. So if it's airborne. And they show it in nine days, and they're someone who travels a lot. Right. They could easily pass that along. Oh, and yeah. the average is about three weeks at the at the short range. So 
if everyone if you know everyone was average and it was three weeks, then that would be all over the planet before anyone even fucking right, knew it was happening. Right, because you can't even quarantine it. In Not that at that capacity. point. Yeah. yeah. There's just no way. It would be out of control way before you could even have a chance of isolating it. And, and it wouldn't be it. humans, just humans. It would be birds and anything with warm blood. Mm-hmm. Anything with warm blood. That would basically be the way to wipe off all the avians and mammals, pretty much. It would be lizards mm-hmm. and fish. Yeah. Basically, weaponize rabies. And, and so maybe in some deep, dark lab, they have something like that. Probably. Well, I mean, even the avian flu can be weaponized enough to fucking like kill like half the world's population. Oh, yeah. And shit. I mean, when you start manufacturing diseases, I mean, that's how you get zombies. Do you want zombies? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want zombie apocalypse? Because I'm pretty sure this is how zombie apocalypse happens. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fuck all of that. Yeah. Totally fuck that. That would not be cool. I have to say, I mean... There's a few other scenarios, and the, and then maybe I'll I'll say what I hope, what I'm hoping will be like the end of the world. But <laughs> <laughs> your preferred end of the world, my scenario. preferred end of the world scenario. Everyone just dies in their sleep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it was like fucked up because it's like, oh fuck, this is like the end of like life on Earth. But at the same time, it was like, Meh. <laughs> well, I mean, there could be like worse ways this could be happening. Like, it sucks that everyone's going to die now, and, like, not everyone's going to get the opportunity to live a full life, and right. that's, and there's going to be no life beyond this. But still, falling asleep and dying in your sleep, it, you know, there, there's worse Could ways. be worse. That is for sure. Uh, artificial intelligence. Oh, yeah. Seriously. I mean, come okay, on. Okay. Like, I'm thinking, I'm starting to think maybe these, like, fucking AI sex dolls, not such a fucking yeah. good idea. Oh, definitely not. I mean, we've metri- t- talked about the Matrix before. Yeah. Now, that was in reference to living in a simulation, but mm-hmm. this is, like, how humanity got to that point. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, haven't you guys seen Terminator? Right. For the love of Christ. Skynet comes yeah. self-aware. Dude. The fucking, and hey, it's like you combine two world enders into one. Skynet launched those nukes, created a nuclear winter to kill off most of the world's population, and then went in to finish the survivors. Yep. That is how people are living in fucking Terminator world, and that fucking sucks. I do not want that going Not on. at all. I am not interested in that at all. So let's cut it back with the fucking creepy-ass sex dolls. Or any AI. I mean, fuck yeah. AI. We don't need AI. We, we have, just don't. We build our own intelligence. Yeah, like, we just don't. Or grow our own with, you know, don't. just people. Not, it's not a good idea. You know, terrible idea. not a good idea. Not at all. Overpopulation. That's mm-hmm. a pretty damn legitimate concern. I mean, what is there, 8 billion people on the planet right now? Is it up to 8? I thought it was just still at 7. Somewhere between 7 and 8 at least. Jesus Christ. But we keep making more. Yep. And eventually, unless I'm Guilty things, of that myself. Right? I'm like, fuck. And if that shit don't change, we're going to eat ourselves out of a planet. Really? And this is why I don't, like, I don't understand why in this day and age people still, like, criticize people that don't want to have kids. Oh, I know, right? It really pisses me off when people do that, when they're like, Oh, do you want kids? And they're like, no, and I'm in my 30s and probably not going to have any more. And people are just like, oh, really? Like, you're not going to do that? Like, you're running out of time to do that. And why aren't you doing that? And it's like, dude. Why would I? Look a fucking around. It's like anyone who doesn't want to be a parent, number one, should not be a parent. Right. Okay. And then number two, like, yeah, the world is way fucking overpopulated as it is. Why would, if somebody has made that choice to not have kids, like, that's not a bad thing. It's not essential to our survival anymore that everyone fucking procreates it's not it's, it's, actually, it's actually essential for the opposite right exactly not like more of us need to like not but... fucking do it yeah. in order to yeah. make it so that it's not gonna eventually just be like teeming with people and no resources and everyone's gonna fucking starve well maybe that's why humans are so crazy and like going to war all the time it's sort of uh we're just tall dangerous lemmings we got to kill ourselves somehow yeah i never thought about it but it's probably true there's we've got to fucking like lower the numbers every now and then so that because i mean imagine it's same with like disease and all this kind of stuff like it... yeah yeah just a natural way to cull the herd mm-hmm. in a manner of speaking i mean that's pretty clinical and fucked up way to put it but but that's what happens like i'm unsympathetic to those that that's what wolves do in the na- in, and... in nature wolves will eat their prey They'll be, you know, that'll call the herd. They'll eat their prey. 
when there's not enough prey, then the wolves die, and that keeps the balance. Mm-hmm. If there's no balance, like there is not with humans and nature, right? There is. There's yeah, got to be something to be brought in. Problem is and there so is nature, no balance with humans and nature. As Jeff Goldblum says, nature finds a way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good old Jeff Goldblum. Oh man, I fucking love Jurassic Park. Yeah, all the Jurassic Park movies, even the ones that aren't so good, are still good because I just like I like the fucking dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are awesome. Dinosaur movies are just fucking fun. I just enjoy them. Poor dinosaurs. It's probably not their fault. I mean, that was like an asteroid scenario. It wasn't because they fucked it all up themselves. As far as we know. Yeah, as far as we know. I mean, no one was around back then, so what ifs? We've talked about different religions and their beliefs in the end of the world. We've talked about some scientific ends of the, the world. Probably the world is going to end, you know, my opinion. So now let's talk about some of the people who have told us about these doomsdays. We'll start out with our good friend, Sir Isaac Newton. He tells us that the world will end no sooner than 2060. Some writings of Newton's service in 2003 they're believed to have been written right around 1705. It's not believed he was intending on publishing these writings because he thought it was kind of tacky to publish apocalyptic dates just to kind of stir things up, you know? Mm-hmm. I wonder sometimes where all the source information is for this. I mean... The Bible. In the Bible? Yeah, yeah. The Bible talks about Sir Isaac Newton? Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. You I'm, mean the... the yeah. Inter- oh, <laughs> well, you can find these documents at the Jewish National and University Library in Jerusalem, so it's some real shit. Yeah, you're going to find out that they are owned by the, the Smithsonian, actually. <laughs> fucking actually owned dun, that dun, place. Dun, 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 dun. I'm just saying it's... Sometimes some of these things that allegedly historians predicted or people way long ago predicted seems to come from a place called Convenient Theories for You dot com dot org right so (laughs) i'm just saying like oh now these things from sir isaac newton have serviced about 2060 no less it wasn't about like 1960 because obviously that didn't fucking happen oh no it gets better yeah okay but the the way that they think that these are his writings is because it matches his handwriting oh okay so yeah so because there are a lot of very uh well back in the day well back in the day that's how there was no printing really there was just writing. Right. Oh, it's a bunch of fucking handwritten shit on their fucking shitty ink with their shitty quill pens. Okay. And yeah. their fucking fancy lettering, which is super hard to read. Yeah, seriously. Uh, what he did is he based his math around what he believed, theologically speaking, dates of certain events in the Bible occurred. So he didn't spew any prophecies about the end of the world. He just sort of interpreted the book of Revelation. He was thinking along the same lines as the book of Revelation, how the end of times was going to be. Now, it's been claimed that Newton had revised his writings to the date of 2016 instead of 2060. Oh, but since that didn't fucking happen, Which clearly didn't happen. It is also believed that he interpreted from the Bible that the end of the world was in 2000. And this was based off observations in the apocalyptic writings of Daniel and the book of Revelation. So even Sir Isaac Newton tossed around a few dates, allegedly, Mm -hmm. from what, you know, could be gleaned from his writings. And it's always kind of um, before that time, that this comes out like when it was 2000 was it like 1998 and when it was supposed to be 2016 was that like in 2012 i don't know because now it's supposed to be like 2000 what 60 or something 2060 is 2060 now but that was like no sooner than 2060 so 2060 is the first time that it could become the end of the world oh now Except for when he said that it was 2000 and... Well, how people interpreted yeah, it. How, how people interpret it. It's all about how people interpret it. I yes, get it. That, from that's, a certain that's point the way of view. basically saying, like, the previous thing was wrong because somebody interpreted it wrong, but now this is the way it should have been interpreted, and this is the correct number of sometime in the future lives. that has not quite happened. People base their entire lives off how they interpret certain writings. This is true. <laughs> this is true. So... It just seems funny so, how that works. I huh? know. It's like, why do people not notice like these weird patterns about things? <laughs> like, that maybe this is fucking bullshit. I what? believe more in the patterns of, oh, hey, this fucking volcano erupts every 700,000 years. Right. It's, a, it's just sitting there collecting more waiting, magma waiting. as we speak. Well, the Ashtar had a different message to Earth about apocalypse. What did the Ashtar believe? Who the fuck are they? The Ashtar are aliens that a bunch of people say they can channel. 
George Van Tassel was the first person to make this claim, and is also the person who received the information that the Soviet Union was going to launch a nuclear attack that would decimate the southeastern United States, August 20th, 1967, a Sunday. Why thus, all these things happen in August? Thus signaling the start of one of the shitty things that happens in the book of Revelation. Isn't August 21st, like 1997, that's when the fucking Terminator, that was the original. Was that? That was the original fucking Terminator thing. Huh. I don't know. August is just everyone. 1997 was like a long time ago. It was. 21 years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. Or was it, maybe it was August 5th, 1997. That sounds better. I'm not sure. I'm not remembering all my Terminator fucking history correctly, but still. Astrophysicists John Gribben and Stephen Plegman had the idea that in 1982, a rare planetary alignment would occur that would put a bunch of gravitational stress on Earth. Tectonic plates would be most affected, causing severe earthquakes and also changing the climate. They wrote a book called The Jupiter Effect in 1974. 1982 came and went as normal, with the exception of a small detail. It was noticed that the high tide was 40 micrometers higher than normal. A micrometer is 0.001 millimeters. Jesus Christ. To really nail it home, the first human chromosome also happens to be the longest, at 10 micrometers. So the high tide was four of the first human chromosomes higher than normal. How do they even measure that? A very small ruler. I don't know. I mean, like... <laughs> That's some serious shit. That is some serious shit. And why would that even be of, of notice? I mean, I feel like ocean levels rise more than that every year. So why would, like, a, a single, like, tide being, like... I don't know. I don't know. Imperceptually <laughs> Four of the first human chromosomes yeah, higher. Like, who the fuck said this? It like, seems like someone trolling these guys. Yeah. It's like, I oh, really you guys. Does. Like, this oh, is the only thing that happened, actually. After 1982, the pair released another book that said that the planetary alignment had actually happened in 1980, and that had caused Mount St. Helens eruption. Oh, but they said that after the fact, huh? After the fact, yes. Mm. Gribben ended up writing another book about quantum physics that was actually considered one of the best pre-Hawking books on the subject. I was unable to find anything at all about Plegman except in reference to the Jupiter effect. So that's weird. Mm. The Christian Reformed Church was founded by Dutch Protestant immigrants in the U.S. and Canada in 1857. Early the next century, a man named Harold Camping was born. He and his family belonged to this church. Camping and some friends bought a radio station in 1958, which turned into a big media empire. Several other stations were bought, and they were aired in 150 markets. In mid-1988, the church officials decided they weren't cool with the shit Camping was teaching in Sunday school. He had been a church elder and a Bible teacher for many years, and apparently he was trying to rewrite some fundamental part of the religion to, as he said, be more faithful to the Bible. Well, they did not like that, so they kicked him the fuck out. In 1992, he published a book called 1994. <laughs> There's a question mark at the end. 1994? That's right, because it's the 1994 question mark. <laughs> Is this going to be the end? No, apparently not. I can answer that for you right fucking now. The book said that Christ would return and the world would end September 6th, 1994. It was also mentioned that the world would end in 2011 in the book. He did Just in s- case it didn't happen, and they didn't want a bunch of people that read the book wanting their fucking money back. Right. So it's like, actually, it could also happen in 2011, so that's going to give me a long birth. I mean, your 30-day refund at Barnes & Noble is totally not going to be valid at that point. Once 2011 hits, and it doesn't fucking happen then either. I think it was Crown Books back then, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he did some kind of Bible math, and that's how he figured out his dates. Mm-hmm. I know that it's all Bible math, and again, it's all shifting. According, well, maybe this time it's actually this many years from Jesus's birth. No, it's going to be 33 years later because it was after his death. And I mean, that was the fucking like dude that was going on and on on YouTube about. It's just like Jesus fucking Christ. That's why there's like he had like at least like 12 different dates that the rapture may occur, including tomorrow. Well, this guy, he didn't phase him. He was fine. Whatever. 
he decided that he miscalculated and that the earth was the world was actually going to end March 31st 1995. <laughs> it's like oops my bad. Well that didn't happen. So that's when he decided to focus on 2011. <laughs> and holy shit. Give himself some time there. Over 5000 billboards were plastered across America to let the masses know that Jesus was coming. There were wow. 20 RVs rolling around with his message painted all over them. May 21st Jesus is coming you guys. Straight up. May 21st, 2011 was going to be rapture, and the end would happen October 21st of that year. America was not enough for this guy, so he advertised his bullshit in some other countries as well. There were reports of people racking up huge credit card bills, quitting jobs, just donating tons of money to his company, and even committing suicide. May 22nd, 2011 rolls around, and everyone is still there. Besides the few that committed suicide. Mm -hmm. Camping is pretty confused by this, but says he'll come back tomorrow and let you know what's going on. I'll have an answer then. I'll I'll try and figure out why the world didn't fucking end today. Sorry about that. May 23rd, 2011, Camping holds a press conference saying he'd been mistaken and that the May 21st date was a spiritual judgment day. Oh, it's like, actually, you guys, sorry, I fucked up again. Now, the actual rapture would happen October 21st of that year. Wait, what year are we on? 2011, 2011 still? Yeah. Okay, so it's gonna, now it's going to be October 2011. All yes. Right. So when, when he thought the end of the world was going to happen, it was going to be rapture and then end of the world in October. Mm-hmm. Rapture May, end of the world in October. He thought he got it fucked up and the rapture will be in October. And it was a spiritual rapture in May. Oh, okay. Th- that was just like the spiritual run through. Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. That's like the spiritual like dress. It was, it was like the rapture dress rehearsal. Well, only for like spiritual rapture, not actual physical rapture. Exactly. His congregation started to shrink. I can't imagine why. I know. (laughs) Other Christian groups started distancing themselves from him. Can you imagine like the old timers that were all like, they're like way back believing back in when it was like 1994, question mark. Right, right. (laughs) Well, he's some of his other followers, they stuck with him, you know, and they avoided the media, as did he. October 21st came and went. Campings in seclusion. Rest of the world still totally around. Yep. It hasn't uh, ended yet. In June of that year, he'd suffered a stroke, and he actually died in 2013, December, of complications from a fall at 92. Dude was just trying to hold out until he fucking died, and he thought maybe, like, 2011 was going to be it. And just kept it on, the, just kept everything on the down low after right. it, yeah. Just like, it's going to happen to me soon, because, I mean, what, he was, like, 89? But he was doing pretty good, financially speaking, anyway. I mean... He said, after the world didn't end, people were like, well, can we get some of the money we donated back? And he said, why would I give you the money back? The world didn't end. It's like, you fucking dick. Ah, yeah. See, that's the exact point. The world didn't end. So I kind of need that. Exactly. I can't really give that back. Another guy we've got here is Herbert W. Armstrong. He is another evangelist radio owner. Shocking. He founded the Radio Church of God, later called Worldwide Church of God. This guy spoke a ton about stuff that after his death was concluded not biblical and was dropped from the church. According to Armstrong, the rapture was going to happen in 1936, and he told the church members that they were the only ones to be saved. As we know, that didn't happen. (laughs) And so then he told everyone it wouldn't be until 1943. He probably nearly shit himself during World War II, just like, oh, this is totally the end. But then 1944 rolled around and the world was still fighting. So he had to change his date again. This time, he went to 1972. He's really going out far this time. And again, was probably shitting himself in anticipation that that would prove to be his year because of, you know, Vietnam had been raging for a while. It was not. But he felt good about the 70s. So this time, he put all his chips on 1975. He believed that the end times would look like tidal waves, wars, and his church being taken to a place of safety, possibly Petra in Jordan. After the 1975 prediction, which totally didn't happen, he kind of stopped trying to nail down actual dates. Didn't hurt his church much, though. Hmm. He was the biggest televangelist on the planet, airing in 382 television stations in the United States and 36 international television outlets. Dude, how are people just so fucking gullible that it's like every fucking time he's just like completely fucking full of shit and they still just don't see that he's like full of shit? Well, what it was, I believe, I think the reason... I mean, no how are really, you that engaging to people and fucking... <laughs> what I think was part of it was that also in 1975, he set up a foundation that spanned several continents, 
and they taught people to read. They made schools for the disabled. They made mobile schools. They funded archaeological digs in like significant places to the Bible. He received international honors and met with many heads of state because of his humanitarian efforts. So his theology was wacky, but he did help a lot of people across the planet. Yeah, but I mean, it was probably used with like, who knows what fraction of the fucking funds that he got. That's true. But still, he did It was he did basically help. like, yeah, but it's, I mean, probably like, well, I'm just doing it for the tax write-off, and so, like, people keep fucking believing me and giving me money, which I keep, like, 90% of. He did have a fat list of honors, too. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, but you know what? Like, there's been a lot of fucked up people who have been honored. You're not me. wrong. You're <laughs> definitely not wrong. I'm just saying. Edgar Wisenant used to work for NASA as an engineer. He was also a Bible student. Weisnant wrote two books that predicted the rapture would occur in 1988 between September 11th and 13th. His book, and I love the name of this book, 88 Reasons Why the Rapture Will Be in 1988. Oh, dude. Okay, yeah. Fucking stupid guy from YouTube was talking about that. Sold 4.5 million copies. Unbelievable. And 300,000 copies were sent to ministers across America. Yeah, it was followed up with the classic 89 Reasons Why 1989. <laughs> That's for And then real our favorite, <laughs> oh no, really, 90 Reasons. Yeah. He uh, was quoted as saying, only if the Bible is an error, am I wrong? Hmm. Certain evangelical Christian groups took him very seriously. Because, of course, there's no errors in the Bible. And there was no rapture in 1988. So when his initial time frame in September came, he went for October 3rd of that year. He was like, fuck it. No, it's the October 3rd of 88. It seems to follow a pattern, too. Like, they'll they'll do something like, oh, but just a little bit more time. But then it's like, oh, wait, never mind. It's going to be like 20 fucking years. Well, then he went and wrote a few other books, and he threw some dates out there, 89, 93, and 94. Just to be safe. None really blew up like his first book. And he continued to make largely unnoticed predictions until about 1997. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> At that point, it's like, okay, maybe I'll just fucking stop. Do you think maybe even he realized I'm fucking like, okay, I really don't fucking actually <laughs> yeah. know shit. He finally understood how full of shit he actually was. Yeah. Although I feel like a lot of people that are like that never see how full of shit they are. Yeah, that's true. And apparently not a lot of the people around them either. Well, another person, well, a person we definitely have to talk about if we're going to talk about the end of the world is Nostradamus, the 14th century French seer. Oh, my God, which I feel like people like they just like fucking blow his shit up like, way oh, too my much. God, I know. It's just so ridiculous. I mean, his writings have been interpreted as at predicting tons of things. And these were all written oh, yeah, in a he book. He predicted the Holocaust. Everything. I, mean, I feel like he Everything. predicted like every goddamn bad thing that's ever fucking happened. Fucking Nostradamus predicted. And they're all written in this book. And it's pretty much been in print continuously since 1555 when his son caesar was born maybe cesar i don't know cesar he wrote a letter to his son and the letter outlined the end of the world because you know that's what you want to write your newborn right first there's going to be a worldwide flood that will completely overtake all the land next a bunch of flaming rocks will fall from the sky you know comets asteroids and no one or nothing will survive it sorry water world of course, he expected this all to happen 7,000 years after he wrote the letter, which sort of puts us at the 1855 end times date. <laughs> so I guess he was just giving his son ample time to get his affairs in order. And that is all I have for our wondrous doomsday prophets. Hmm. So how do you think the world's going to end? I think the world's going to end because of overpopulation. I think it could be definitely overpopulation and climate change or the super volcano scenario. Yep. I mean, volcanoes erupt and you just don't know what's when that's ever going to happen. Not really, no. <laughs> they, I mean, we know a lot better now. We can predict it much better. I mean, even Mount St. Helens, I think oh, they, yeah. they knew that was going to happen before. They knew it was going to happen before. And they... Because there was people that got evacuated and left. And, and that then... one guy who was like, I'm not going to go. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That w that He was warned before it happened. He had time to get out of there and he chose not to and he fucking died because of his choice to not go. But nevertheless, I think probably there's going to be some warning as the, you know, I don't think there's anything anybody's really going to be able to do to stop it. Just like an asteroid hurtling towards yep. Earth. I think a lot of these scenarios, like, maybe we'll know, but 
There's nothing There's we're going nothing to be able to do about it. We're going to be able to do about it. I certainly believe in a natural or a human reason. You know, the AI one I feel is pretty fucking likely as well. I don't believe that Jesus is going to come back down and do his thing. With yes, the, the whole Jesus Armageddon thing. thing yeah. The I mean, and any kind of I don't know. I guess any religious group is trying to push something that's because some historian or person predicted it. Even. I mean, even non-religious people will bring up the Nostradamus thing. And I'm kind of like, no, anything that's been predicted by some person who allegedly predicted all these other things, like some psychic or clairvoyant, I'm also not buying that either. And it's all written, it's like a poem that he wrote, too. So who knows? It's all... I'm not going to, I'm not subscribed to any of that kind of stuff, but... No. uh, Yeah, super volcanoes could erupt. Yeah, Mm. climate change is like actually fucking happening. Overpopulation is currently happening. AI is in its infancy right now mm-hmm. so i what i want would be probably something where it's going to be pretty fucking quick oh yeah <laughs> that would be the best so world just explodes yeah i mean anything where the it's over with the sooner the not the sooner the better i don't want it to actually the faster the better the faster the better yes yes like if it's going to happen hopefully it's one of the faster options none of this slow burn bullshit Mm -hmm. yeah no i'm I'm right there with you yeah well this has been kind of a fun one joanna i think it is it's always fun to talk about the end of the world definitely is it's it's a wonderfully fun and uplifting subject it certainly (laughs) is and hopefully, you know, everything's as it should be when this episode airs. I hope so, because if I was wrong about the rapture, I'm going to be... You're going to be sorely regretting I will not be being a believer. Be You're like, going to be like, fuck. God damn it, why just... Yeah. God damn... Ah, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. <laughs> there I go, blaspheming again. Uh, I just can't help it. <laughs> All right, then, folks, well, we will talk to you next time. Take care now. Hello, Murder Puppets. Do you like Murder Most Foul? Do you like gory details? Do you love dark humor that offsets the horror? If you do, then come and check us out, the Gory Gals of the Color Me Dead podcast. We drop new episodes every Wednesday because on Wednesdays we wear murder. Adopt, don't shop, and stay Stay out out of chalk lines. lines. Do you enjoy the Stranger Than podcast? Please let us know. Rate and comment on iTunes. Check out and like our Facebook page facebook.com slash stranger than podcast our twitter at underscore stranger than or drop us an email stranger than podcast at gmail.com that's stranger than podcast all one word at gmail.com also feel free to email us any strange mysterious or misunderstood stories or topic suggestions that you'd like to share or hear about